Hello and welcome to another episode of the Force Diet Podcast. Wherever, whenever, and however you may be listening, we are honored that you've joined us. On tonight's episode, part one of our Music of Star Wars series, uh, from the Skywalker saga to the anthology films and beyond, the music of Star Wars is just as critical to story as what is seen on screen. Uh, we'll dive into some of, our, some of our favorite pieces from the different eras and share our thoughts on why we enjoy them so much and how they paint a broader picture of the story. So sit back and relax. This is where the fun begins. The Force is what gives the Jedi his power. Why is the Force connecting us? I am a Jedi. Always do there are. We're a dyad in the Force. And welcome to episode 26 of the Force Diet Podcast. I am your host, Obi-Sean, joined again by my dapper co-host, Jedi John. How you doing, buddy? I'm back. He's back. I'm back, and it's, it feels good. <laughs> Yeah, the last the last he episode. has returned. Yeah, well, somehow you, you've returned from. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, somehow. Well done. He's yes, returned. You, you've returned from your uh, from your bartering on Batu, right? Uh, oh yeah, it was excellent. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Was it a successful excursion? Yeah, it was a good show. Um, a lot of good fans came out. We enjoyed seeing them out there, and uh, yeah, it was a good show overall. Had had a good one. You did good. Yeah, did all right. Did all right. Did all right. Did you go home with any empty boxes? Or did you have to go home with all the boxes? No, no, I left the boxes there that were empty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because cardboard, so I just said, no. You recycled, of course. Uh, if the facility recycled, yes. Save the planet. Well, always. So, yeah, so last time, last recording, uh, we had TK holding down the uh, the co-host, the co-pilot seat. So it's good to have you back. Um, it's been a while since we uh, since we last chatted. Has, has anything exciting happened? No, no, nothing, nothing really notable to be honest. I mean, it everything's just kind of been the yeah the normal grind. This is a nice release. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and it's supposed to it's you know I think it's supposed to be spring. And in the last what four days or last week it it was, it was snowing. It snowed I think last on Friday, right? Yeah, snowed, snowed on last Friday. week, and then it was um almost eighty over the weekend. Yeah, it was really nice over the weekend. <laughs> and now it's raining and cold. Yeah, so it's, I, I don't it's going know which, well. I don't know which season we're in right now. It's going well. So, so yeah, so tonight we're going to uh, to kind of dive into the music of Star Wars. Um, I think it's one of my many, favorite topics. Yes. One of my favorite topics to talk about Star Wars music. I was gonna say I think for many people it's some of their most favorite aspects of the, of the movies. Um, John Williams. And others, because uh, we're gonna we're gonna have three parts to this series. We're gonna start with the original trilogy. Part two will be the prequel trilogy, and then part three will be the sequels and some of the uh, well, the two anthology films, Rogue One and Solo. And granted, on the anthology films, you had some some other composers, but uh, for the most part, it's gonna be talking about John Williams, uh, who um, back in February celebrated his ninetieth birthday, uh, ninety years young, so. Um, he's a treasure, and he should be protected at all costs. Yes, please protect John Williams. <laughs> so, and one of the things you know to note, and as we go through this, we'll kind of talk about it. Is you know your your bands, you listen to bands. Bands have like a, a style, right? They have a sound, right? So, from one album to the next, there's a very similar 
feel to the music. Well, uh, perhaps unsurprisingly, uh, John Williams has a very similar style in how he composes stuff, both not just for the Star Wars series, but others as well, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, etc. Um, so it'll be fun to kind of tie back to some of the themes or at least some of the sounds uh, that that you can hear in some of the other pieces that he's done throughout the last, what, 50 years and uh, and just see how talented, you know, I think we already know he is, but it'll, it'll just be fun to explore. Um, <clears throat> so diving into the original trilogy, uh, it's composed and conducted by John Williams, uh, arranged by Herbert W. Spencer and performed by the London Symphony Orchestra with vocals from the London Voices, both the men and women. So, I mean, well, we'll start with A New Hope, which is Dive. Makes sense. So, I mean, I guess you can't talk Star Wars without the opening theme. Iconic. During the crawl, yeah. Yes. I mean, sets you up for, well, everything everything to come, right? The emphatic... Yeah, just you the know, opener. It yeah. just it, and and the the well, you get the drum roll, the intro from Twenty First Century Fox, the and then a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then bam, and smacks you right in the face. If you weren't awake yet, you're awake now. It's the perfect intro for, for again. Imagine being in the theater in '77, seeing it for the first time. You you've seen some trailers for it, right? You have no idea really what's to come and that is the first thing that greets you right like some movies maybe they do a cold open and then boom title card others just kind of do a sort of an eerie which i guess to some extent maybe like some you get some horror films that do kind of their creepy intro yeah the first kill with the intro music right exactly to kind of set the tone um it is a perfect tone setter for the space epic that that is to follow. Um, so again, you can't really talk about Star Wars without talking about the main title, um, which of course is repeated at various points throughout the movies, certainly at the end during the finales. So we won't we won't pick each one. We're just kind of do an all-encompass main title discussion. Anything you want to add on the main title? No, I mean, like you said, it sets up the entire thing. So... Um, it gets you excited. I mean, even now, like you hear that and it could be the middle of the day and you hear that theme start going. You're like, where's that coming from and how can I watch or anything else? So, I mean, it's, um, it's, a it just sets everything up and it's so iconic at this point when it goes off somewhere, you know exactly what it is. There's no question. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, we can dive right into the next piece. And you know, now that we just played some music, I, we totally forgot to, to let everybody know like make sure you listen to the entire episode today oh yeah i forgot to plug the we have we have a giveaway yeah (laughs) we have a great giveaway going on um over the next few weeks um that we're going to be giving away some artwork Mm um uh really cool pieces Uh, we we tagged everything on twitter so make sure you check that out Mm -hmm. um all the artwork is on there uh some really cool pieces though some uh, like that boba sweet that mall also sweet I might just keep those. Forget the giveaway. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, but we're looking, we're looking forward to giving away um, some cool artwork, um, and we're gonna have a secret code word each each episode. So you'll have multiple ways to enter. Um, each episode basically will be an entry for you. Um, but 
you got to have the code word. Yeah, so stay tuned for, yeah. real, for the code word. We'll give to that be, later. To be revealed later on in the episode. Yeah, thanks. I knew I was forgetting something. Uh, yeah, it's okay. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I've, I've been in such a brain fog uh, for most of the day. So, so now that we've had the main title to wake us up, leading into uh, Leia's theme. I mean, it's such a regal... Well, I mean, it starts off kind of... If, I mean, if you're honest, it starts off kind of strange. Like, it doesn't sound like Leia's theme. Like, it's, uh, well, I mean, I can play it, of course. <laughs> I mean, I have it right here. I can play it, right? So, but it leads into that softness, that gentle, you know, gentleness. And, and again, I think it does a phenomenal job of painting the picture of the character, both, you know, when we first meet her and what she is to grow into. And the yeah, the build of strength in the song, like especially the the one um one point it really starts just takes off. Mm-hmm. Like um yeah. You know, like I've got it I've got it right here. It's at And it really does start off like what is this? Just nice soft those French horns they're just it's our princess I'm gonna cry you hear this song and you just think of Carrie and obviously we didn't lose her that long ago but it it, it hurts but I mean it just again it just does a phenomenal job of portraying her character without even again without her having to be on screen necessarily like you can envision you know you can envision Leia in in the song or in the music it's very good though so good again to any Star Wars fan completely recognizable immediately mm-hmm. it's 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 your princess this theme like it's it's it So good though. Yeah. So I mean, it, and and as we go through some of these some of these other pieces, you know, the visual you get for certain scenes, or uh, again, the music paints the picture. Like if you, I was talking with some coworkers about this the other day. I feel like if the music is done right, you don't need to see the movie to see the movie. Right? Yeah. Like if you see a movie enough, you can listen to the score, or the composition, and know exactly what is happening in that scene at that very moment. Yep. One of the things I always go to is is either the end of Rudy, so the the big buildup at the end of Rudy, or at the end of Remember the Titans, where you can again see the scenes. You know, Reb getting the the backside George reverse running up the sideline everybody going insane right and you can see the music in your head or sorry see the movie in your head and Star Wars is such is is the exact same you know I mean with 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 Leia's theme with the binary sunset the force theme which we'll touch on momentarily and down to we'll talk about Yoda and the force a little bit later you can see the scenes in your head not only that but again it paints such a good picture uh, does a foresh- a good job of foreshadowing kind of what's <clears throat> what's to come absolutely so her growing into or not growing into but Leia's character 
becoming eventually the general, right? You know, and down the road, the leader of the resistance. So, and, you know, John Williams laid that foundation all the way back. Yeah, 40 years ago. Yeah. In 1977. So it's just, it's just kind of, it's just remarkable. Uh, leading into, we'll talk to the Binary Sunset Force theme, Luke's theme, effectively. Yeah, effectively Luke's, Luke's theme on uh, Tatooine. I don't even know what to say. The same, I mean, it goes <laughs> back to... This is good for a podcast. Boy, we, we don't gosh, know what to say. I don't know what to say. Um, when you hear, it just, it just goes back to the same thing. Like, it, it automatically puts you in that mood. Like, you can see him coming out. You can see him... I mean, you, you can see the entire scene. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no question. You see Luke... Um, that young, young Luke, innocent Luke, just coming out and, you know, I don't even know what, I mean. Well, the thing about the piece. That's the tone for a lot of the movie, mm-hmm. like, because it starts off so, like, I mean, you're obviously on a desert planet and you don't know anything except for, obviously, we've already seen two droids get dropped, so, and then taken <laughs> by the Jawas, but, yeah, it's just different, um, and it was a different just makes you feel differently about what's going on because i mean that was a pretty epic opening mm-hmm. where i mean there was an escape and um obviously a lot of gunfire everything else like it, it was a battle scene right away opened up with so um it kind of cools off the pace of the movie a little bit and then sets the tone for the rest so yeah i mean it the the piece has that sort of it almost has a longing right and so that scene where he's standing there looking out at the suns the he has a longing for, for something more, for something better or, again, just for him more, right? He's tired of being stuck on the farm, and he wants to get out there. And in the piece, it's it portrays that kind of longingness, right? It's kind of a drawn-out tone. Um, there's that softness to it, maybe some naivete, right, that, oh, if I could just get out there, things would be better sort of thing. <clears throat> and it does a really good job of, of again, kind of portraying who the character is, right? He's he's young, he's, he's farm boy Luke, right? Knows nothing other than the farm, and it, it just, it, it paints that sense of longing. You know, we as, you know, think about growing up as a kid, right? <clears throat> Man, if I could just do this, or if I could just go do that. And if you had, like, a theme soundtrack behind you right it would be it would be that sense of yearning and again the foreshadowing that it does for the rest of the epic is it in the moment it's a beautiful piece of music but then if you look at it kind of at at a 30,000 foot view or over the course of the entire trilogy especially as they put it in other places you know throughout the different movies and they bring it back they have reprisals and they build on it. They give it more strength, I guess. All the way up until, like, one of my favorite things I saw from uh, season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Was the hallway scene set against the Force theme. And, you know, Luke's door, the door opens, Luke walks out, and he just trashes all those, all the... Uh, uh, dark Troopers. Dark Troopers, yeah. Thank you. I was going to say Death Troopers. Dark Troopers. And... It's almost like the culmination of where, you know, the binary sunset, the force theme starts to here's where he gets to, you know. And obviously we know he goes on beyond that 
with the sequel trilogy. But it's almost like at the end of season two of Manto, it's the it's peak Luke, right? <clears throat> and so you almost get peak Force theme. And so it just just like Leia's theme, it is the perfect canvas or depiction, I guess, of what Luke will will become will, done. Will, yeah. will grow onto, right? And we'll use to build on. <clears throat> and again, like the force, it kind of grows over time. So it's going to start off kind of softer, quote, weaker, and and just build. And so as it gets used in different parts, uh, di- different portions of other pieces later on, uh, especially in Empire with, with Yoda and stuff like that, it's, <clears throat> you know, it's all tied together. It's, it's all interlocked yep just just like the forces and in, in in and around everything right so as ben as ben said so phenomenal piece of music yes that's all that's yeah that's, that's, that's it that's, that's, that's it. all i have to say about that speaking of uh moving on to the next movie i know i know there's more and obviously everybody has their favorites from mm-hmm. the episode but those are just a couple of ours going into empire mm-hmm. you got we meet yoda for the first time and that uh, the music just plays the fact that Number one, he's older mm-hmm. and much more wise than than Luke is, <laughs> and you get that that playfulness, but also the seriousness of who Yoda is. So mixed in, and like you said, it goes back to you can if you, once you hear the theme, you know exactly what was going on during the in the swamp. Mm-hmm. So kind of crazy. Yeah, the you know his theme, it's got a. Again, it's got a, a, a old, an older, wiser sort of tone to it. Um, here, I'll just kind of pull it up and we can talk through it. Yeah, so you almost have like a mysticism to it, right? Which you would expect from... Oh, sorry. Oh. That was the wrong one. Did you pick... Oh, did you pick... Oh, I went one? within the force, yeah. Sorry. Oh. That's the next, the next piece that we're going to talk about. Yeah. But very, a, yeah. It's very, it's very soft. Um, what's the word? It's. It almost has that like there's more to this. Mm-hmm. Um, like that still, it's mystical. Like, because uh, there's not like true answers yet. Mm-hmm. But it definitely creates more of a there's there's stuff you don't know. Yeah, and the thing about Yoda is, of course. We know his 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 breadth of knowledge, his his uh, his power that he has within the Force, and you can almost feel it building. Yeah. And then it gets kind of playful, and mm-hmm. you, you think about the goofiness of his character too, and he's almost kind of like. Uh, I don't know what's like that sage keeper who's who's always poking fun. Like think of like a Merlin in uh, yeah in, in King Arthur. King Arthur, yeah. right? He's kind of he's he's wise and powerful, but he's also gonna poke you with a stick, or he's gonna you know, and that's what Yoda is. He's he's that, but for Star Wars, right? He's the Merlin to Luke's. Where were we going with Arthur there? Yeah. Well, is it? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I was. Uh, all right, all right the brain fog is real tonight, guys. It is real. That's what it is. Anyways, <laughs> having the music play in the background is like like listening to the music it's like, and trying to. It's like distracting just a little bit, yeah. So, but then it finishes again in a similar manner where it, it gets kind of quiet again. And you think back to kind of the feebleness of Yoda and stuff like that. So, again, you, you use it to paint a picture. For, for again, for the people seeing it in 1980. They don't know who this Yoda is. Right? No. They, they only know the characters from the original, you know, from the first movie. So they've never seen a, a Jedi Master, a former Jedi Master. And this, again, gives you that sense of power but and strength, but it's toned back. And when you see them, when you see him specifically in that swamp, obviously, you get the, the, the ship training and everything else about... Right. Size matters not, and all that, um, all those great lines given from their first visit together. Um, and then as the viewer, we see him lift a ship up, mm-hmm. and your mind's pretty much blown because you're like, This is not, this is not a thing. <laughs> like, um, so, and the music all plays to that. I mean, Luke's, Luke's discussion about your Yoda, you know, and he's like, Oh, did you expect somebody else, right? And I feel like that that music kind of kind of translates to that, and that kind of leads into yeah. So that leads into Yoda and the Force, which is the do or do not, there is no try sort of scene, the whole scene. But again, you get that mysticism, that sense that the Force is this. It's bigger. It this tool that that yeah, is beyond just one one person, right? Just a little play off the force theme. Just a little bit of play off of it. Yeah, this has a really good mix of a couple different pieces. Um, there's obviously the force theme, Yoda's theme, and then right at the end, you get the. It's almost like the cave scene, and you get the Imperial March like theme. Yeah, because you need a little bit of it mm-hmm. for the Vader. Uh, Vader coming out. Exactly. Yep, just puts you right back. It's so peaceful. Puts you right back to the first movie. Looking out on Tatooine. Such a good piece. Yeah, I mean, everything around Yoda in this movie was just done so well. Like, set up the character exactly how you needed him to be. Mentor, very wise... Um, and could still show off some abilities that were brand new to the viewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and having lost Obi-Wan in the first movie, right, you're like, okay, who's going to train him, right? Who's, you know, and Obi-Wan says, you know, seek out when he's delusional on Hoth, right? Seek out seek out Yoda, go to Dagobah, seek out Yoda. And, yeah, 
it's it's kind of building towards the the scene with the or the part with the X wing coming out of the swamp. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. No, you're good. And then I mean, and a lot of these pieces are our favorite because of how it sets up the characters and what the characters mean to us. Um, some of the music we left off of our of our main list is actually like more of the epic uh, battle sequences and stuff like that. Um, it's just because, I mean, we're talking about three of the main characters that we grew to know and love mm-hmm. in these first um, in the first movies, and uh, even though we didn't see Yoda a ton, I mean, we we grew to love him um, just as a as Luke's mentor after Obi Wan. And there, you know, you can envision the the X-wing floating towards the two of them as he's pulled out of the swamp, and Luke Luke goes up. He looks up and he goes, "I don't believe it." And that's when Yoda says, "That is why you failed." And it's 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 such again. It paints the scene. Like you can see the scene in your head, and. You know, you had to leave it in there. You had to lay it in there. Had to, because it leads perfectly into our next the Imperial March. <laughs> and if you don't know what this is, well, this was this was the very first ringtone I ever paid money for. <laughs> I'm not even. What did you have to pay? Five dollars for it. Ninety nine cents. Oh, no, that's cheap. Nine, on singular. Oh, that's cheap. This was my text message ringtone when I was in high school. I was the biggest nerd, but I loved it. And now my text ringtone is hello there. Oh, we want saying hello there. So I haven't changed much in 20 years. No. <laughs> no. But this one's so good. I mean, it it sets up exactly who he is. It sounds menacing. It sounds evil. It, it has that very deliberate strums of all the stringed instruments used in this, um, in this piece. And they're all so deliberate, 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 along with um, just the power behind it. The strength. Yeah. You, 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 you know, and there's, there's, you, you got the really strong snare, which it's, it's an, it's an imperial march, right? So marching band snares. But yeah, the, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit more during the prequel discussion, but Anakin's theme does a phenomenal job of and you might notice a pattern here we're like picking a lot of the character themes <laughs> spoiler alert i'm going to talk about ray's theme during the <laughs> sequel trilogy <laughs> we're going to talk about a few themes uh, yeah. for for individuals but the um well and it also it not not only does it do a great job of of kind of laying the groundwork for vader and, and although vader doesn't need a whole lot of help with that but it does a phenomenal job with you know, painting the Empire, right? So, obviously, it's the Empire Strikes Back, right? It's the first time that we hear this uh, this movement, right? This this part of the score, and you know, before this, we only saw a handful of people on the Death Star, and well, that was destroyed, right? So, how's the Empire really going to strike back? And and this music again paints that picture that. There's strength, there's order, and there's cohesion. You said it's menacing. And it it almost kind of instills some fear. Like if you were to if you were out on an old timey battlefield, right, 
and you heard this blaring from the other side, you might be kind of scared. Yeah. You know, you might be, it, 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 you know, meant to kind of lower the morale, right? And then you also kind of think of the Battle of Hoth, and you've got this installation, and you just look off in the distance, and you see a bunch of adats just slowly marching towards you, and you have no way, well, you have limited ways Very of, limited. Stop, of stopping them. And, you know, it's just, it's it's fast, it's quick, it's to the point. And so... Oh, I'm just going to leave it, because it's it's departure of Boba Fett oh, on yes. Cloud City. You know, so I mean, just leave it, leave it go for a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we said at the beginning of the show, I mean, the music of Star Wars paints the best picture for Star Wars. And anyone that's seen the movie knows the music um, incredibly well and we picked a few of our iconic pieces that we it, we just wouldn't be the same without them I, I mean we have one more to talk about but I think we're going to close out with it a little bit well, yeah, I, was gonna, I was going to give an honorable mention to to the TIE fighter to the Ben mm-hmm. so the, you know it's from A New Hope Obi-Wan's death I guess if you want to call it that and, and then the TIE fighter attack because it's it, again, it's one of those scenes that you can envision exactly what's happening. It's the same as this right now. Right. <laughs> Someone's getting frozen. Okay. No. <laughs> I love you. I know. I know. Mm. It, it was a bit more romantic than that, I suppose. Well, it was. Oh, never mind. I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> I'm just not going to say again, it. But again, honorable mention from, from Empire, you've got Hanalea's theme. Yep. And... You know the mixture of her of her theme from A New Hope, plus his kind of scoundrelly theme. You know the the romance theme, uh, similar to I guess Across the Stars from Clone Wars. I'm just gonna go ahead and give this one my honorable mention. Because I mean, come on, without them, you just don't have. You, you just don't have. You know what? You are totally right, and this should not have. This should be like in, in there. This I don't know. Yeah. It. It just makes you want to dance, you know. It just makes you want to get up and go. Uh, no, this is—I mean, this is a just super fun piece that they put in the, to the cantina, and without it, you just don't have the same vibe inside the cantina. Oh, true. Like, and everything stops uh, when you know we lose a hairy arm that <laughs> didn't look very hairy before. Anyway, well, on the modal <laughs> notes. I mean, you were just showing me earlier a, oh, a yeah, vintage we, figure that's coming out there. Which one? Which modal note is it? it? It's, it's Figure and Dan, but he's got yeah. every instrument as as pieces. So if um, you want to make a whole band, you know, you just got to buy four of them. <laughs> no big deal. Damn you, Hasbro. Yeah, it's <laughs> like they know what they're doing or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, you're you're right. I should have I should have included this in the general discussion. It might have been the fact that I've heard this so many times that <laughs> I, I think early on it maybe like gave me nightmares just because you hear it's it's one of those you hear it so many times. Yeah, you hear it so many times. It's also yeah. easily one of the most distinguishable pieces yeah. in the entire franchise. So, especially the opening. Well, and this part here kind of reminds me of parts of the Canto Bite. Um, I don't know what the, you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a movie you don't like to talk I about. But I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what scene you're talking about. That's never... fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. It, it has a very similar theme. Yeah, that casino like type. casino yeah. type, you know, bar type theming to it. Again, not a big stretch. Right, there's a lot of parts of John Williams' music that, or compositions that sound similar, but yeah, the the Cantina Band, 
irreplaceable. Excellent. Now, and and we didn't even get to hear the whole thing right in the movie, right? It's it's kind of truncated by dialogue and, 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 what and what happens in yeah. in, in the uh, in the cantina. And I remember seeing a New Hope at the symphony. And so they, what they do is they play the movie, right? And then they play the score. The symphony plays the score behind it. And so they got to the scene. And it was just like, it was so raucous, you know, from a symphony standpoint. And one of the things is when you see something like that, you know, cantina song aside, you don't realize how much music is actually playing under the dialogue. And for example, the first 20 minutes of the movie has music. Yeah. Playing the whole time from the time that the you know the opening credits scroll through I think after um, the hallway scene and everything like that it's all kind of flows into one and so that that's a good honorable mention that's, you know I applaud you yeah I mean I'll, I'll take it that's yeah it. that's me that's it yeah golf claps yeah <laughs> well if I clap too loud into the mic I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to tone it down post production I don't have to do that <laughs> you don't want to pop anyone's ears out that's good. It's good. Thank you for being considerate. I try. Uh, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, I mean, you can always tweet at us. Tell us what your favorite music yes. is from it. Um, obviously, uh, we'll have the prequels coming up. I assume we're going to go in order. So we'll do the prequels uh, next show and then uh, finish up with the... Um, the anthology the, films and the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy will be in there along with you the anthology. You have to be nice. I am nice. You the need music to play was nice. good. The music was good. I don't know about that Canto Bite music, but, you know, it was... That's going to be my... I'm going to put it in there just <laughs> so sure you have you, to talk about it. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'm sure you will. But, I mean, um, but you, there was some really good music in yes. every, in each um, trilogy, luckily. I mean, especially um, in the anthology films also. Like, I know... Um, and I can't wait to talk about some of the stuff in Solo mm-hmm. um, because I think that that movie gets a bad rap for a lot of bogus reasons. The wrong reasons. Um, but the music in it was good. Fantastic. So um, I, I really can't wait to get into... All, all the Star Wars music that we still have ahead of us, uh, and I was joking with you earlier, and uh, but honestly, I think we could probably spend an episode and a half uh, just on the prequels because mm-hmm. that's still for us. I mean, we both are obviously the, pretty much the same age, and our first Star Wars in theaters that was new to us, at least, um, were the prequels. Mm-hmm. So um, I know the prequels mean a lot to both of us. At being that those are the ones we kind of grew up with um, in our formative years, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, we were both teenagers during that time. So, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Can't wait to get into more of it. Anything else? Any final thoughts on on on, on the music? O- the OT? No, I mean, again, just the, the cross movie theming, you know, the reprisals, the genius of John Williams, which, again, many of us, most of us are, well well aware of you know outside of just the star wars sphere it's it says a lot about his talent that you know he was able to to come up with music that is so timeless like this music will will live on for generations and generations and generations to come so long as people are teaching star or not teaching but sharing star wars with their with their kids right like the music of star wars it's kind of like the iconic music from i mean Jaws, there. That's really just a sound, right? But that was still. Uh, I'm pretty sure John Williams did Jaws. Obviously, Indiana Jones, Superman, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Home Alone. You know, and and, and 
many more that I'm I'm not even I'm not even mentioning, but you're just looking at the catalog that he has. You know, it's pretty ridiculous, it's really. Insane. I mean, it's it it is insane. I mean, he he. I mean, he was he did, he was on Superman. I mean, he's been everywhere. The the man has done everything. E. T. Obviously, um, oh, yeah, I forgot E. T. Yeah, I mean, Close Encounters. He has done a little bit of it all. Um, and obviously, we love him the most for his work on our favorite franchise of all time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I mean, he really did. He's done a lot um, for many, many movies and franchises. So, well, I mean, I mean, the the real, the big question or the big thing to take away is, and I don't think this is a hot take or anything like that, but Star Wars is not Star Wars without John Williams' music. I mean, that's not even really. That's not. That's the strongest branch. That's probably the trunk of the tree to stand on. Like without the music, yes, the the movies are great, but it's 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 the score, it's the composition, it's it's the emotion, it's everything that makes a film, in my opinion. No, absolutely, like, and, and that goes for anything. That's that's not that's not Star Wars specific. That is any 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 movie that is score centric, right? So think Pirates of the Caribbean, for example. Like, take take the music away from it. Is and maybe people don't like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's fine, but <laughs> that's take, fine. Take the that's fine. Take the music away, and the movies are. Take the take the music away from Harry Potter. Is it is it as exciting? Is it as fun? No, no, it isn't. Same thing. Take the music away from Star Wars. It's not. It's its own. It's like it's like the best supporting actor that you could ever have. Like without it, it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, I, they they make fun of it all the time, but. Um, everyone makes fun of the closing scene in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Like, if it wasn't for his music for that metal ceremony, it's just a bunch of people standing there in awkward silence the entire time, except for Chewie giving his uh, roar. But, like, without that iconic metal room um, ceremony theme... Uh, you don't have you don't have the th- the scene. The scene just doesn't exist. It's just awkward, like super super awkward. <laughs> We're just gonna stand here and look forward. Don't yeah. don't move. Don't move. We're just gonna we're just gonna stare and and oh look, Chewie didn't get a medal. Go figure. Go figure. Hashtag, He's an animal. Hashtag Chewie deserves a medal. He got one, which I know eventually got one. He got one. He got one. It's fixed by our our princess. It was it was it was retroactively it was retconned. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean that's that's kind of our first kind of delve in to uh, to the music again. Touch base with us on social media. Let us know some of your favorite pieces from the original trilogy. Is there something I you know we missed? Oh, I'm sure uh, we missed. I mean, something. I know we missed stuff, <laughs> right? But is there is there a particular piece that you you specifically enjoy? You know, tell us why you enjoy it. You know, what it does it mean to you? I mean, that's the beauty of music is that different parts can mean different things to to different people. So, um, with that, shall we transition into the next segment? Yeah. So before we do that, I want to thank you for uh, making you know, it this making far. It this far. Thank so, you. Our first, our first entry, our first secret phrase uh, for the giveaway uh, is going to be John Williams. So, John Williams is going to be your secret phrase, and um, you don't need a code breaker for that. No, it's probably going to be in the title of our episode. So, <laughs> no, I'm going to come up with some sort of creative, 
some sort of creative title. But um, if you if you're if you're interested in how to enter, be sure to check out the social media pages. It's, I think it's pinned. It's pinned on Twitter. It's our pinned tweet on Twitter. Uh, it's one of our last uh, posts on Instagram. And but I we th- want to give these things away. Yes. So so please do enter. Yep. Um, we can ship them worldwide uh, or mail them. They'll be mailed. They won't be shipped. But feel free to enter anywhere in the world. Um, we want to we want to send these pieces out to uh, people that love them to all you guys. Yeah. And gals. So. Uh, with that, we're going to pivot quickly into, um, we'll do a quick toy segment. Yeah. Slash video game segment, because I'm going to talk about Star Wars. Uh, uh, I mean, there was a pretty big release Skywalker in the last saga. week, and it, uh, I, I'm only hearing really, really good things. Same, which uh, means I'm sure to be let down. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, earlier this week, Hasbro had a, uh, another wonderful panel uh, and announced some new figures. that they're, Most of them are still up for pre-order somewhere. Um, if you are having problems, uh, hit us up on social media. We can put you in the right direction. But um, I highly recommend having Hasbro Pulse by your side, uh, along with um, you know Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth. They usually do a good job, especially with shipping um, in mint boxes. Uh, you can actually pay for that for a collector's box. So, oh yeah, that's an upcharge. It is an upcharge. Yes, you you have to pay for that. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, it comes in padded and minty instead of. Oh could be thrown around and smashed by your local postman. So do they ca- call ahead to FedEx and say, hey, this is minty? Nah. Please it, don't throw this on someone's I, doorstep. Some, that, I mean, some the packing that they put in there is... is it's it, legit. They do an excellent job packing Wonderful. if you pay for their collector's uh, packaging. Um, so I'm very proud of them. Uh, Hasbro, on the other hand, will just throw your three or four figures in a box mm. with an air bubble um, in there and pray that nothing happens. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> it's totally up to you, but I get free shipping with Hasbro, so I usually just take my chances. Um, if not, their return policy is pretty easy. Anyway, this week for the Black Series, we got um, five new reveals. We have Saw Gerrera coming out, which we've only been waiting, I don't know, six years for now since he hit live action. Um, I'm surprised it took him this long to do it. We've so they didn't even do a Clone Wars version of him? No, we've had no Saw Gerrera's okay. first time. I mean, within the last year, we got Bodhi Rook also from um, Rogue One. So, But yeah, they've never made a Saw Gerrera for the Black Series. So, And this is the iteration from not just um, Rogue One, but also the same the same from Jedi Fallen Order. It's mm. the same same character you get. Mm. Darth Vader from uh, it, it's his Infinities outfit so he's all white he looks pretty sweet it looks awesome um number one complaint from all the hasbro fanatics they repainted him <laughs> from the same mold that they've had for years anyway the figure looks good uh, i will say like i i it's one of the ones that i probably should go pick up even though i have not picked up i got two yeah there you go um it does look really good though uh we've got a princess leia from the comics uh they've been big on these comic book releases that they're doing some of them look really really good um, a couple weeks ago, we got the Black Chrysanthemum um, announced. People were mad about that because it's not Black Chrysanthemum from Book of Boba, which, understandably so. I mean, our first real-life sight, sighting of this character, and you give us the comic book that nobody read. Um, anyway, but uh, she looks really good. Um, Sergeant Creel, uh, also a comic character. You want to talk about a um, Stormtrooper with a, with a lightsaber? That's uh, Sergeant Krill. 
and then we're getting the Trapper, Trapper Wolf helmet. Everybody just loves Dave Filoni's character so much because he was in two scenes of The Mandalorian, and we have to have everything Dave Filoni. Because we, now that we have an action figure, now we're going to get his helmet. Give me Trapper Wolf. Um, I mean, hopefully he shows up again, because guess what? He wasn't in season two, so I don't know what's going on. Um, but maybe he's going to play a bigger part. We'll see what happens. But it's still a cool character, and obviously everybody loves Dave Filoni, and um, uh, he's touched so many people's hearts um, from the Clone Wars writing that he had, um, along with his direction in Star Wars as a whole currently. So... Um, I mean, what they should have done is they should have come out with his flat brim, flat brimmed hat, which would have been more, if, you know, if his action figure would have came with a cowboy hat, instead it should have come I, with a cowboy hat. Exactly. I don't know why it didn't. Um, anyway, but super excited about some of those black series. Uh, like I said, they're pre pre order pretty much everywhere right now. Uh, none of those are exclusive that I know of. Uh, so make sure you go check those out. And then the Vinci collection uh, actually has a few pretty cool um, ones that I'll go over. Uh, Arc Trooper Jesse is getting um, a figure, which is awesome. I wish they would make it in the Black Series. Hasbro, just get on it. Uh, Death Watch Airborne Trooper looks awesome. I mean, who doesn't want more Mandos? <clears throat> figure in Dan, where he talked about him. Uh, he's got all all the instruments. So even though you only have one figure, you get all the instruments. So you just have to buy four of the dang things. He's a one man band. Uh, yeah, he could. He could be. Um, and I'm sure some of the creative people out there will make him a one-man band and take lots of photos. Um, uh, Gaming Greats Lando um, in the Vintage Collection. Um, I'm trying to remember which... I guess I could just click into it and look at it real quick. Um, it's from Battlefront 2, so it's, uh, it's it's young Lando in his, um, oh. his famous chi- yellow it's, shirt. It's Childish Landino? Yeah. So he looks good, though. He looks nice and fresh. He's got his... Red scarf and everything. I mean, he's got everything good oh, to yeah, go. Oh, yeah, TK picked up a couple of those, didn't he? Yes, he did because, yeah, because uh, of the he, outfit. he bought the outfit. Uh, he bought that shirt at Celebration in 2019, and he still hasn't let it go, and he's never worn it. So, But uh, it's a cool shirt. It's a, it's cool a collector's shirt. item. It is, at this point, yes, it is. I'm sure they're selling online for like $150. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shay Vizla from Gaming Greats. Uh, really cool character. She's from the expanded universe. She's uh, she's Mandalorian armor, mm-hmm. also I believe, mm-hmm. um, pretty much Mando armor. Um, I mean it's Shea Vizsla. So, um, but she's got a couple flamethrowers. Um, as far as accessories go, pretty cool character. She was released before, so this is a re-release, uh, which people are happy about. Well, some people are happy about it. <laughs> some other people not so happy. <laughs> Um, yeah, the second wave of yeah it really it's, hurts it's, people's. Um, they do have different boxes, so like the boxes are it's noticeably different. It's not like it's just missing something. It's it's a completely different box, really. Gotcha. So, um, but still, it's still an a, a, an opportunity for people that missed her the first time around to get the character mm-hmm. in their collection, which could cost some people some some resale value. Um, and then the Mandalorian Super Commando Captain. This is very similar to the Mando Super Commander that they, <coughs> excuse me, that they brought out last year for uh, the Black Series. He just looks a little bit different, but pretty much a Mandalorian, just with a little different coloring uh, to signify that he's a captain. Mm. So, really cool figures coming out. Very exciting stuff. Um, and then there is uh, the Vintage Collection also has the four-pack death troopers that are available now so you can go buy those you get it's a four-pack 
So you get one Death Trooper Specialist and three standard Death Troopers. Oh, that's uh, nice. And it's on Shop Disney and Hasbro. Oh, okay. So, so you cool can stuff. do like you can you can buy a few and build your own diorama for the. Yeah, if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Previously, they released the four pack for the Rebel Troopers, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because they released that hallway. I think, as far as a diorama goes, like a couple years ago now, uh, but now you can have as many Rebel Troopers as you want. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Um, and then the last big um, announcement we got was the retro chewy that's going to be a target exclusive for the it's the retro collection so they've previously had a vader a stormtrooper and a boba and now they're doing a chewy in the retro so it's every piece of him is a different color mm-hmm. so it's like red red like purple that like the the retro boba yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh but i don't i actually did not look and see if he's still available for pre-order from target but he went up the other day. Generally, they go out pretty quickly. He is sold out for pre-order. So if you want him, you'll have to find him in store um, whenever he does come out. There's no release date posted yet. May the so, odds be ever in your favor. Yeah, before somebody else finds it. Takes the entire rack. Takes the entire rack. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, inside those boxes, there's only, I think there's six iterations of the figure because it basically rotates the color around each each part so the torso could be different colored every time and um yeah it it creates a supply and demand issue when somebody wants all six of them so it's unfortunate it's the uh the manufactured demand you know supply and demand you're just manufacturing demand by making six variants and yeah the, the people with uh completionist syndrome or ocd yeah, that's not me anymore. You have to get, well, because you'd be you'd be you'd be poor. Yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to have that syndrome. Now it's slowly dwindling. Well, now you just have a focus. You focus on certain things. Right. So, like of the new releases, are you planning to get any? That Vader looks really cool. I'll probably end up picking up him and then um, Saw Gerrera just because I, I I do need him for my Rogue One collection that I have. So, um, yeah. So Saw will probably come home. Eventually, I'll probably wait until he's in stores for a little while because he's considered a deluxe figure. So I think he's got a thirty-one fifty price mm-hmm. tag on him, which is pretty high. So I'm hoping that you know some people just leave him on the shelf because reasons. Well, because he's a thirty-two dollar figure, and so hopefully he'll come down a little bit. So I'm, I might just be patient on Saul, nice. but uh, the Vader will probably sell out everywhere mm-hmm. uh, just because I think it, it does look really good. And then the comics have not been an issue to find them um, pretty regularly in in most stores. Oh, are there comics that come with? No, the, no, no. Uh, it's just the it's the comic box. Oh, like the box right. of the figures of comic. Like yes. I've got a couple of them wandering around this. Well, room you had the somewhere. Jacks. Yeah, the, the Jacks and Kirkanos and mm-hmm. um, the Luke from um, Air to the Empire. Air to the Empire. Thank you. Um, along with like the Mall from. Um, the sit, the, com- uh, the, the comics, comics, the yeah, sit, the yeah. Comics. I forget what it was. Yeah, it's over there somewhere. <laughs> too many figures, dude. Mm-hmm. Too many figures. Um, yeah, too many figures. Too many pops. Too many figures. I added it. I added um, the original Slave Leia to my collection from the Pop series. Uh, really nice pop. I'm thinking it was. It's got to be a few. I don't know what year is on there. Is it 2015? Probably. That sounds right. 
Yeah, 15. Yeah. I was going to say, is that, that the first, number, it's, it's yeah. first number of the year? Okay, yeah, 2015. Yeah, so 2015. And then uh, I did get the original blue box, Darth Maul. Um, that was one of the original ones. He's actually still upstairs, I think. But um, he came in, 11-year-old pop. Like, and I got, you know, he's a little banged up, but it's an 11-year-old pop, mm-hmm. so he's a little banged up. But um, really happy to add him to my collection because... It's just cool. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with. Maul. But there's still too many Star Wars pops, so I have to, I, need, I have to stop. I have to stop now. <laughs> I have to stop now before I get too far ahead. And I did pick up uh, Cal Kestis and BD One just because, you know, as uh, as as oh, the that's next. A, that's a cool looking pop. Yeah, as uh, it, as we get JFO two eventually coming out, um, it should be a good one to have. I I, I expect we're gonna have a panel on it at Celebration. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, speaking of celebration, we are two months away. Mm-hmm. Um, in between that and now, though, I do have the. No, I- we're not two months. Away. Oh, you're right. We're, we're eight. We're a month and a half weeks. away. We're it's like, still eight weeks, isn't it? It's 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 May twenty four. So seven May weeks. Twenty six. Seven weeks. Still seven weeks. Almost two months. Yeah, seven right. weeks. Fair enough. Um, but very exciting stuff for celebration. I do have ICC in Nashville, um, coming up at the end of this month. Uh, it, it spans from the 29th to the first mm-hmm. so uh we'll be in nashville um uh, with that uh well at least i will with uh one of my other buddies um super excited about that i've never been to that one uh so i just can't wait to see what i see i mean looking at some of the old videos from previous cons there like it's gonna cost me money <laughs> so uh but it'll, it should be a lot of fun i mean um I'm gonna I'm gonna continue my quest to stay away from vintage Star Wars figures. I'm really gonna try to st- keep on that quest for the rest of my life because I'll be screwed if I don't. Um, but yeah, other than that, I just uh, yeah, looking forward to cons and celebration looks to be good. Uh, we've had a ton of announcements um, about that the last week and a half yeah like we keep getting news every day now rapid fire. yeah it's it was crazy the other day it was like four hours straight of guest announcements mm-hmm. panels. Uh, autographs panels um just insane stuff um very excited i mean like we didn't know they were coming already but ashley Eckstein's coming back uh ian mcdermott and then anthony daniels anthony daniels will be James there again will be there daniel logan's coming Jonas is uh, Suatamo is coming. Yeah, uh, um, I would love to see some of the other sequel trilogy mm-hmm. actors come, but I don't think any of them are. The the no the sequel actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. Just Chewy. There's no reason. Like, there's no real, real reason for them to come. There's no. I mean, it's not. In a few years, in twenty five, ten years of Force Awakens, maybe, maybe get. A reunion panel to come back, right? But there's really no incentive, I guess, for them not to, right now to come this year. Yeah, but uh, Emily Swallow will be there. Mm-hmm. She's signing, I think, Thursday, Friday of, of the con, mm-hmm. along with um, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is going to be there. I he upsets me, <laughs> <laughs> well, just because he's he's very particular apparently about what he signs. Yeah, he he only flat items, mm-hmm. and if you if you flatten a Funko box, that does not count. It, it count. has to be a a still basically mm-hmm. um so but i mean hey if that's what he wants to do that's i mean it's his signature so he can put it on whatever he wants to um well, and then katie sackoff will be there mm-hmm. i think she's only signing thursday friday also so if you want her make sure you get on the website she's quite pricey for 
I mean, I mean, no, I mean, Bo Katan is a very important part, but I think I think it's different too because I mean, when when you think about it, she's one of the only characters that have played the exact same character in live action and um, on the Clone Wars. So. Uh, animation, I mean, so and she has the Battle Star Galactica following as well, I'm right? Sure. Which I mean, that bleeds into Star Wars quite mm-hmm. quite effectively. Right. <laughs> we don't even know they're among us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if uh, I'm waiting to find out when the uh, authors are signing. We got we got the announcement that all of the all, High Republic all the High Republic ones are coming are coming, which I'm very excited about. Yes. I'm hoping to get my High Republic number one. Signed by Kevin Scott. You're like, you're like, I'm gonna get it signed, and then I'm gonna take it right over, it over and CGC get it slabbed yeah. <laughs> and get it put away. Um, Michelle Ang is gonna be there. I don't know if she's yeah. signing or not. Omega. Omega. Will be. I think she is. Well, she, I, maybe I not announced been, yet. I don't know if it's been announced. Yeah, yet. but she is. She is coming, which is good. Uh, D. Bradley Baker will be signing. Yep. Um, so I I gotta figure out which clone I want to put his name on again. Uh, <laughs> such a tough thing. Just bring all four. Uh, no, you know, you already got the one because you already got the one. I do have Hunter signed by him. You know, what's good is um, GameStop actually has a five pack of the Bad Batch in like one box, one box, yeah. So that's kind of cool. The problem is it's in Anaheim, and I have to, Mm -hmm. I have to somehow ship, like, I might actually take it and flatten the box and and pack it in something and then have him sign it flat. I mean, you could also ship it to the hotel, like, use FedEx, ship it to the hotel, and then take it to the show and then. FedEx ship, it back. Ship it back. Yeah. Well, I'll pro- well, see. Here's the thing. There's probably gonna be a lot of stuff I gotta ship back. So that's true. Because uh, I'm not going straight home afterwards either. Oh right. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to ship a lot, most likely. Are you thinking you're gonna when we go to Disneyland? You thinking you get one of the new Cal Kestis uh, Legacy Savers? I'm thinking I'm gonna not buy anything at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm gonna try not to. Yeah. Cal Kestis. <clears throat> It does look really it looks cool. Really good. But uh, I mean, we're going to be there with a load of Star Wars fans, so I imagine it's going to sell out. Also, so uh, that'll be tough. But I mean, everything's booked, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Very excited. I'm 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 still holding out hope that Hayden's going to come, that Ewan's going to come. I think we're going to get Hayden and and Ewan, and I hope we I can hope get a photo op. To, and or, I hope they sign together, yeah. or or do photo ops together, something like that. I forget who had dual ops last time like as far as like um photos and signatures because there was a couple of the actors that um that did dual stuff with each other um and it might have been ian and hayden actually had one which because emperor and it's a master and apprentice so i would hope that if ewan does come which i mean i don't know how he doesn't like it pretty fresh now and it's uh, another anniversary for the the, the prequel and and obi and kenobi got pushed two days to the 27th instead of the 25th they say to make room for miss marvel but i'm secretly hoping that there's some sort of pre-release at the con that would be amazing like they did with mando yeah <clears throat> so and and uh, on top of those two it'd be interesting to see tomorrow morrison comes as well yeah uh, obviously for boba but is Django and Attack of the Clones. So, uh, yeah. So he should. I mean, he'll be around. I don't know if he's going to sign, but I, he'll be around. I imagine. Um, which I is another reason why Daniel Logan is, is there. You know, that would be a cool dual signing. That'd be cool. That would be a cool Django Boba signing. That would be that would be neat. And then of course you hope for an Ellie Portman, but no one's holding their breath on that, right? No. <laughs> no, I've actually already exhaled. <laughs> It's just not gonna happen, You've dude. Taking four breaths in the time it took me to say that yeah. that hope. Yeah, it's gone. 
it's all, it's just fleeting away. Um, but yeah, very excited to see um, who else does um, come up. I think we're going to have some surprises this year that we haven't seen in a long time at the con. Uh, I mean, even Hayden coming back for um, last time was a huge thing because uh, he hasn't been around in a while because mm-hmm. um, he kind of took the hiatus from everything public spotlight. So I'd be curious to see, too, if, if any of the new Kenobi actors show up, you know, if not just for a panel, but for, I, well, I don't know if they would be available for like autographs or if anybody would want autographs with those with those folks um but again i'm hoping that there's some sort of kenobi panel and that they would all show up so yeah but i mean even for the um last show like i mean there was a few panels like that talent didn't sign autographs they just Mm -hmm. did their panel and probably deuced (laughs) so i mean which is fine i get it um i'm just excited that we're we're going to be back at celebration Mm -hmm. i mean we've been waiting with these tickets now for two years just waiting um and it's, I need to fill the tank, mm-hmm. as they say, as far as happiness. The happiness tank needs to get filled a little bit from, um, obviously, I love my family, and they fill my happiness tank every day. Right. But it, <laughs> it, it is filled in a different way. It's like you get the regular gas, and then you go to a celebration, and it's premium. Like You're like, ooh, this high is... High octane. Yeah, uh, high octane. Like, maybe hit the NOS a little bit, uh-huh. you know? Um, but, yeah, going to, going to the celebration just definitely fills up the tank. A little bit differently as far as Star Wars love yeah. goes. Yeah, as we get closer, because this will be my first con, my first celebration, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of do a a pre a pre trip, kind of like we did with their Disney trips. Like, what are we hoping to see? What you know, as we get more announcements over the next five weeks or so, four weeks, because <clears throat> I don't know when they stop, but just kind of the build up to it and what I'm hoping to see. I guess once once we kind of have a better idea of the setup yeah hopefully the app works this year and we can actually like preview things and figure everything out and hopefully we win a couple of lotteries and we get to go to those first panels because the kenobi panel will be awesome um and i hope that we get to go to that, that i think that's the saturday panel this year i think they announced that already no the, that was the man no the mando the mando, the mando, panel mando season three is is the big one for saturday so mm-hmm. kenobi panel might be thursday friday mm-hmm. uh, they haven't announced the one for friday yet no. Well, it would make sense that it would be Kenobi, but who knows? They could also do JFO too. Usually, yeah. And usually, well, usually for the big panel, the first one of the day is like the newest upcoming stuff. Like, mm. um, So, like, I think in 2019, um, Friday was the trailer release for Rise of Skywalker. So that was the big one um, for Friday. Um, Thursdays was... Unless was that Thursday that we got the trailer? I don't know. It was Rise of Skywalker. One of them was Mandalorian. One of them was Episode One panel because mm. um, it was 20th anniversary for Episode One, so they got a panel. And then Sunday was something else, and I can't. I I didn't go. It was like it was almost one of those. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. Oh no, Episode One panel I think was Sunday. Saturday was Clone Wars season seven, and then it was Mando Friday, and then well, anyway, those were the it's four. It's been a while. Your, yeah, your, your memory's a bit far. Those wrong. were the those were the four though the the four that they did though. Um, and big handouts, big everything. Like they blew those things up. Um, 
uh, cool posters. I got the Clone Wars Season 7 one signed by Ashley. Uh, freaking awesome. And then, um, yeah, I got my Mando poster that I got signed by Doug Chang. I can't wait to add some more signatures to that. Yeah, just insane. God, there's so many insane things. I cannot wait till you go because there's going to be so many things that, and I know we're not going to be together the entire time just because our interests will be different mm-hmm. at certain times of the day when we have stuff. Like, I'll make my way into the Hasbro panel, and you're like, I don't need to go to Hasbro. No. I'm um, going to go to the Lego discussion. Right. Apparently, there's a panel on Lego there is. Star Wars. Uh-huh. There's a whole thing. So I'm probably going to poke my head yeah, into that one. I might poke in there, too, <laughs> um, if it's not the same time Hasbro is. And that's that's the cool thing about the cons, though. Like, if you're going to the toy um, stuff, like, they give away stuff for free in most of those. I mean, for at least for a couple people in each mm-hmm. um, panel. But just seeing all the new stuff and seeing the people that love what you love, that make what you love, and also the people around you that love what you love also. Mm-hmm. And and for the most part, you know, everyone's pretty positive there. And if they're not positive, you can walk away from them. <laughs> because... You don't have, unless you're standing behind them in line for... Right, giveaway. right, and you and, and you don't get any notifications saying that they answered you again because you walked away from them, mm-hmm. walked away. <laughs> anyway, um, but nah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it again. I just the excitement every week just keeps growing, and then I know I'm gonna like I said I'm going to ICCC in Nashville at the end of this month, but that's like just gonna be a warm up. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a lot of Star Wars stuff there, um, it's still a all sci-fi con, so. Every there's, it's gonna be a big mixed bag, um, but Star Wars celebration is. It, I don't have to hunt for the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. I just walk into the room and it's Star Wars. It's all Star Wars. And uh, seeing the cosplays, seeing the five hundred first meetup, seeing um, the uh, the bounty hunter meetups, like it is just outstanding, outstanding time. Well, then we get to try and we get to go uh, search out some of our. Uh, fellow podcast creators too. I mean, I know there's a there's a podcast meetup. I think on Thursday night, um, Coffee with Kenobi. I think is hosting that one. So, and it's been fun over the last week or so on Twitter seeing the different groups who've uh, who've applied and gotten accepted to the podcast stage. So, <clears throat> depending on how panels and stuff fall and what lines we'll be standing in, it'll be fun to pop over and maybe catch a few as they're as they're recording there at the con yeah so. some of them are gonna be cool like mm-hmm. i i'm actually kind of like i was kind of impressed with some of the names that popped in there i'm also surprised at some of the ones that did not pop in there mm-hmm. so um yeah we'll uh we'll have to try and throw our hat in the ring uh next celebration yeah we'll have a little a few more followers maybe <laughs> but yeah i mean we're doing good so far and yeah. uh i know we're both happy with where we're going and i mean 26 episodes in is no nothing to mm-hmm shy away from mm-hmm. uh we just keep plugging along and uh and loving what we're doing and yeah. hopefully you guys are loving what we're saying yes at least most of it and if not let us know yeah if not <laughs> uh if you don't want to hear me complain about episode uh eight anymore just let me know i i'll we're just gonna, i'll just never I'm talk just, about it again i'm just gonna <laughs> have i'm just gonna have a whole episode dedicated to to the last jedi just for you which is fine and you have to say nothing but positive things there were some positive things in that movie. There's still positive things in that movie. I, th- I think when we get to our, our discussions of the various movies, it'll be it'll be a fun discussion. Um, I did have one thing to add to toys, even though I know we jumped to the oh, yes. stuff, and that's the the Lego Skywalker saga, uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga game that came out last Tuesday. The big takeaway from that, aside from the fact that apparently it's a really cool game, is that uh, the Blue Milk Luke Lego exclusive. Well. It's not exclusive. I don't, well, it's exclusive right now to the game. 
is insane. Like from a secondary market perspective, it's a free figure with the game, it's right? It's a poly. It's a poly. And the deluxe figure one right? came in the deluxe. The deluxe hard copy game. How much more expensive um, was the deluxe from the ten dollars? So you paid ten dollars so for many. So it's a ten dollar um, poly bag fig, and it came in a cool. The game came in a cool uh, Carbonite Han Lego mm. steelbook, which looks really cool. <clears throat> but yeah, ten bucks uh, on uh, the various secondary markets right now. The Luke figure is going for anywhere from like sixty to eighty five or ninety dollars, so more. Is that because FOMO's killing people right now? I think so. I think the FOMO is getting people hard. I actually got lucky and managed to snag a copy on sort of the second release from GameStop. So I bought my game, you know, just the game outright, and eagerly waiting for it to ship, <laughs> hoping it ships soon. Because uh, I really want to play. Because the game looks phenomenal. Uh, I played the first complete saga uh, with the original six movies, so the prequels and the original trilogy, and I think on the Xbox 360. And I'm pretty sure. I think I got every achievement except for like one or two. Like there was one where you have to wear a different. You have to wear a hat through the entire game, and you can't lose your hat. Like if you get hit, you lose your hat. So. I'm like, what kind of stupid achievement is this? But that's kind of like a one-hit KO, like an Oko-type achievement, and so I never got that one. But, <clears throat> you know, the the semi-open world nature of it is you can explore different planets. I think there's, I forget how many, I think there's like 14 or 15 different planets you can go to. Um, all the different characters, and I've seen people post on Instagram all the various iterations of characters that, you know, we've never seen in actual LEGO. And... Like a couple different Padmes from Attack of the Clones. Uh, phase 2 Cody. Looking at you, Lego. Just give us a Phase 2 Cody. And <laughs> just, just do it. Just, just do it. Um, anyways, I digress. Uh, you know, different different battle droids, different diff- uh, different types of troopers. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's awesome. You know, the different characters that... And apparently there's some unique dialogue you can get between different characters interacting on on their home worlds uh, that are out of the game, but in kind of the open world areas. Um, so I'm hoping I get my copy by the end of the week, fingers crossed. So once I do and I can sink, you know, 10, 12 hours into it, hopefully this weekend, because um, uh, my wife is working this weekend, so... When the kid naps, I will have some time to play the game. Uh, but I'll give I'll give some thoughts, some initial thoughts on on the game as a whole and kind of my likes and dislikes. So yeah. I, I can't wait to play it. It's we've been literally looking forward to this game for like two years because that polybag fig was made in 2020, and it's been delayed and delayed and delayed. But you get it now. But I get it now. We get it now. So and now there's a big discussion about oh well will the polybag Luke be the May the Fourth giveaway? Um, so there's a big rumor about that. Uh, I heard today from uh, our, our buddy TK that uh, who's if you didn't listen to last episode he's also a big Lego nut. Uh, he uh, he said that the big rumor for the other giveaway is an Obi Wan and Anakin. That would make sense. Brickhead for, duel. Yeah. Uh, or Vader was it Obi Wan and Vader or Obi Wan and Hold, please. Yeah, Obi-Wan Invader. Hmm. Brickhead, so from the Kenobi series, which would be an interesting giveaway. I don't think they've ever done a giveaway for Brickhead because those are usually like 
15 or $20 sets. So, nevertheless, excited for the star, uh, to play it. Yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about that. Well, well said. We're very excited about it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, with that, I mean, I guess it's time that we need to say goodbye. Yeah, so as we, as we come to a close on this episode, we, uh, we want to thank you all for listening. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Um, if you have, please uh, consider subscribing and liking the podcast. And uh, if you can, give us a rating, review. You know, you can do that on Spotify now, <clears throat> as well as Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. And send us that code word. Yes. Remember, secret phrase, John Williams. So, um, to enter the giveaway. And, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you're enjoying the content, please consider sharing it. Um, we really do appreciate it. For Jedi John, I'm Hobie Sean. And until next time. May the Force be with you. Oh.